0: All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Align to the Light. Uh, this is Double H and I'm here with.
1: Hey, KB is here.
0: Uh, and want to start off by saying thank you again for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we've got some great content today about service um, and fitting with the idea of how you can, you know think be your best self uh, as we move into 2022 uh, our topic tonight is going to be about service you know can you serve as an individual as a community and do those service um do those service exercises count as worship right so many of uh, Our listeners, I'm sure, attend some kind of religious service, mosque, church, um, prayer meeting, you know, uh, things like that. And so the question is, you know, does a service um, project, that's the right one, the service project, whether you do that individually or as part of a community, does that also count as worship? So that's the question I will pose to you, KB.
1: I absolutely didn't take the question like that. And I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, you know, when we call stepping into a house of worship service. Um, but let me just clarify. So you're saying... If I was to go do a project with Habitat for Humanity, is that the same thing as worship?
0: That is a question. Yeah. And
1: and as
0: you ask the other question, that's certainly part of the same topic. Right. If you think about I step into the house of worship again, you know, the as uh, a um, description of a building or a church or a mosque or um things like that again if that are you performing service so so both I think still apply
1: Ooh. I mean see the, the the word service is tripping me up but I mean if if we take the the word I guess how the different ways we use it in, in just common everyday speaking in society Um, I I would think if you were performing I I wouldn't call that the same thing as um, maybe uplifting the community but I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't call it worship Uh, as far as when you when you talk about you just look at whose service are you in in the first way I took the question. Sure. I was thinking, you know, are you in when even when you step in service, are you in service to yourself? Are you in service to man? Are you in service to to God? And I and I say man because you know sometimes we just Go to different events, even religious events, because of the the hoopla, and it's going to be big, and I want to be a part, and uh, those type of things. So, I, I would definitely say, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to be at, quote unquote in service in, in that type of way. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the building, but you could be, um, you could be just meditating at home.
0: That's true. That, that is true. Um, and so I hear that, and I would challenge uh, the idea, could performing service um, from an individual or community perspective, why couldn't that be counted as worship if the idea is that, you know, worship is um, giving reverence or You know, um, providing acknowledgement of something greater, right? You, regardless of what your faith or um, spiritual experience or philosophy is, worship, I think, at a fundamental idea is hey, I'm, I am here um, giving honor or giving acknowledgement to something greater. And from a service standpoint, right? You are, um, giving of yourself, or as part of a group, for a greater good, or some kind of greater um, message, or opportunity, or indicator. Uh, so, why couldn't a service project—and I'll use your example, like Habitat for Humanity—why um, why couldn't that be counted as? Worship.
1: I'm going basically off of the, the I don't know the way I use the word in, in everyday life. I'm not going down to the habitat, humanity to worship. Well, I think of, of worship. I, I do think of being in the certain type of setting, okay. um, in in communication or trying to be in communication with the spirit, God, whatever nature whatever sure. you want to say so i i don't see it as that i see it as you know a, a part of of you know uplifting humanity but when i think of i'm i'm thinking of okay you're trying to be in communication with god okay and, when, I and mean, that, I get what you're saying. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, why, you know, if worship is all about uh, reverence to to God, why can't that be considered it? But that's for me. That's that's kind of how I look at it.
0: No, that there's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I think it's it's different perspectives. Um, I, I agree. There there are uh, individuals or people who, when they hear worship, they you know they gravitate towards again a, a house of worship, a place, a church, uh, um, some again some edifice, um, where there are ceremonies practiced and rituals performed, and uh, maybe there's music, maybe there's uh, instruments, um, maybe there's prayers. You know there's an ambiance that identifies this place as worship. I, I hear that. Um, and then I, I think the other part I would say though is, um, for others though, their worship or a part of their worship, let's say it that way, a part of their worship may be in performing service, right? Um, they they find their best way to acknowledge um, the creator or energy or nature or the spirit is in you know delivering something of themselves of giving them themselves hey I'm I'm part of this you know um habitat for humanity I'm part of this uh food bank or I'm part of this um you know uh free free legal service right that's that's their way of um serving uh their creator
1: True, but I think in today's society, if you went up and and asked somebody, hey, are you in worship right now? I think the answer would be no. You're right. Well, I I think you're
0: right to a degree that um, that may be something that people don't, they don't initially think about. Um, And I would... now probably push the envelope and say, well, maybe we should. Maybe we should start thinking of worship in that way. Um, and and the reason why I say that again, it's just my opinion. It's not a not a forceful idea, but that may stimulate um, people who only worship inside a building to start becoming more active. In their communities. Right. So if if worship meant I attend a Saturday service, if they're a seven day Adventist or a Sunday service or a Friday service, if they're uh, Muslim, um, if they went to those programs and then as part of that, either right before or right after, it says, hey, I am now worshiping through, um, you know, feeding, the less fortunate, or again, spending time offering free tutoring services, um, or picking up uh, snot-nosed kids and taking them to <laughs> taking them to the pool. Uh, I definitely so would for that. Okay? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, something like that. Then that may change the conversation about um, worship, and would would at least in my mind, maybe change the dynamics of um, people feeling comfortable saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I will worship with you. Maybe not the tambourine or an organ or a uh, you know, song, but I will worship with you in cleaning up a park or, you know, again, something like that.
1: I mean, I think that's, I, I think it's all a play on words. I mean, it depends on how you, you choose to look at the word worship. So, I mean, to me, you can do the same thing by saying, hey, I'm going to give back to the community. It doesn't necessarily have to be tied to worship. Because, like I said, when I think of worship, I think of I'm in communication or I have. Uh, A conscious connection or trying to have a conscious connection with God, and so that's the difference for me because, yes, you can help the community, you can do things that are in reverence of God, but not necessarily at that point trying to, um, put your consciousness in a state of community with God, and that's because that's how I'm taking worship, okay. No, uh,
0: again, uh, um, it's. I think it's good that we're having this discussion because it it certainly talks about the different uh, ideas and concepts behind and perspectives on what worship is. Okay. Um. Yeah, and you know, I'll say this right. So there are, um, there are some philosophies. Um, like some some philosophies of I believe Buddhism um, where they will describe um, their commitment to service as part of their development or their worship um, so you know for them how you perform a job right how they how they perform a job and again not not all Buddhists but I'm saying this may be a a a um, an understanding of it is that when you are performing a job you are giving of yourself to say hey this job is that important to me therefore I am worshiping for having a job right and it kind of lines with that, that thing you hear you might have heard a grandmother or an old mother or somebody or grandfather say hey you know always put your best foot forward or do the job like your life depends on it or it's a most important job whether you're Sweeping the floor, or you're um, uh, cleaning the toilet. Right? Do it and Do it as just the best important job, and, and the idea again you know, that you're giving of yourself. That um, I believe this is the best thing I can do. Now, whether you're, um, whether you are in communion with a higher power, I think that was kind of a big key for you, right? And it's uh, Were you consciously communing with a higher power? Maybe, could be, right? You could uh, I think if you were intentional about it again, right, if you were intentional about it, maybe you could. And there's some who would say if you are Performing acts of service, kindness, um, uplifting humanity—that should be the most important thing, right? Is to to think of, um, not not think about it as if I am, um, I'm I'm helping a broken person or helping someone that's you know down and out, but instead of saying, "Hey, I'm I'm." I am worshiping um, God or the Spirit's ability for me to give, and that's what I'm doing. So, again, you know, just uh, uh, you're right. It's a play on words, but I, I like to I like to challenge each other about how we describe worship.
1: Well. <laughs> No, I mean I get it. I get what you're saying. I, I fully understand it. Like you said it comes back to how you feel about uh words and, and meanings and your perspective on kind of what worship is. And and yes, you can worship anywhere. You can <laughs> you you could be in the bathroom shower and uh, worship, but um
0: no and no and so you say that let's I mean let's dig into that a little more. We so can you worship anywhere?
1: Uh, short answer: Yes. I mean, I, I think you can because you know, it's my thoughts at least. I'll speak for myself. Is that uh, you know God is within you. So if God is within you. Why wouldn't you be able to to worship uh, anywhere? I think certain certain circumstances kind of makes it easier but i think uh worship anywhere just like certain circumstances may make it easier for a person to read a book maybe they need a quiet room. maybe they need, you know music playing to be able to uh, to do their best reading I, I think it's kind of the same thing okay
0: all right so um, kind of following along that is there a benefit to attending a group service versus an individual service right so is there a, is there a benefit to going to a church or a monastery um, versus doing it by yourself.
1: I mean I think it depends on it's going to depend on the individual person time benefit I, I think it I think it depends on the person. I think years ago, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago there was a thought that we had to be in one building because that's what was passed down to in years but and also we didn't have uh we didn't have the social presence like we do now so it's easy to turn on the tv on on a whatever day and uh of word from a minister or from the favorite, you know, minister that's on at that time. There's also, you know, YouTube and there's even Facebook and there's all these other uh, outlets on the internet where you can get, you know, get a word. Like you can get some encouragement. You can get preachers, whatever your style is. You can get lecturers that are lecturing on on a certain thing. So I, I think it really depends on the person. I mean, some people need uh, people to inspire and to motivate them. So going place and, and they're looking for that social aspect as well of just being around people that are like-minded to, to how they think and, and how, you know, who they praise or what they praise, you know, hopefully all positive. But, yeah, and then I think it's, it's other folks that, you know, they prefer to be in more of a contemplative mode and, and they might benefit from, from being at home or being in a, a situation where two or three people just get together and discuss a topic. So I, I think it depends on the person. Um, there can be a benefit or, you know, there, there can be a benefit to both. I think it just d- depends. I, I think there is a shift, though, going on uh, that more and more people are realizing that hey, I don't have to be in the building to get the same inspiration, the same things that I, I do when the when I am in that building. I think the perfect is. These last two years with COVID, you know, everybody has had to make adjustments, even in inside of the the worship in, in churches. You so saw a lot of a lot of Zoom call halls, a lot of pre messages, a lot of Facebook Lives during that time, and uh, even still now, some places have that still going on. So I think people are seeing, you know, the benefit to. Or that there can be, you know, you can worship and not inside of that facility. But ultimately, it's going to depend on the person. But I think there's a great shift that's moving away from that actual building. you see, at least in in my experience, I'm seeing less and less people, you know, in in the churches.
0: Interesting. Um, Yeah, I was actually reading, I remember reading a, a news article about that. And they were saying, I think, across all... Uh, faith and denomination. There has been a decline in the number of attendees and the number of people who uh, ascribe themselves as a um, you know, a, a certain uh, denomination per se, but more are just describing themselves as uh spiritual or spiritually minded or something like that, um, and. You know, for me, I think there obviously, uh, I think there is a benefit to being in person, um, and maybe it's not all the time, but I think there is a benefit in that. As you said, right, we are social creatures by habit, and I think COVID, if nothing else, has certainly probably shown that to us that. Um, Yes, we do. Yes, we do good at Zoom uh, or yes, we do good at Microsoft Teams or uh, these different uh, forums and, and Facebook and YouTube. But fundamentally, I think people still um, need social interaction um, to help them improve their quality of life. Now, it may not be every day. Uh, it may not be the same level of frequency. It may not be the same a length of time, but um, I think yeah, some in-person training, even even if it's simple as hugging someone or seeing someone else cry, um, or have being able to have um, an interaction where you um, feel that person's uh, vibration or that person's um, I don't know situation. And, and not to say that you can't receive those uh, virtually because, yeah, absolutely you can, right? And, and you, um, you can do that um, in different locations, in different time zones. Uh, but I, I do think there is a balance where, to some degree, um, there is still a benefit to having group service, right? We, we go back to that, that, uh, that word service and worship um and that it it allows it allows and i think about it like a battery pack right um, it allows others who may be fully charged and those who may be of low charge to be in a same environment where they can kind of start vibing off one another like okay hey i may be excited today and i'm positive i'm upbeat i am got all this thing going but you may be in a lower, you know, feeling in a lower aura and kind of like, eh, I'm not here. But me and you being around one another, you know, kind of like electrons will start rotating, like, oh, okay, boom, let me bounce some of that energy off of you, you off of me. And before we know it, that may lift us up. It could also bring somebody else down, right? <laughs> but but the idea of it being in a uh, a service that should be overall uplifting, uh, I, the expectation is that as we're gathered together, as we're in harmony with one another, uh, we should be vibrating higher or lifting one another up and getting each other to a place of uh, unity. Uh, again, that's a, I know that's an engineering term that's used use a lot of times. You're trying to get people to unity, Sorry, unity or parity. Right. As you're, uh, if you're having chemical reactions or you're having um, electrical design, the idea is to get things to unity or parity where things are raised up to a even state or even keel.
1: So you hit on a good point of upliftment and being uplifted. And I think that is a great part of the the problem where so many started going going sideways or not not sideways but just, you know, finding other methods than a physical brick and mortar building because of the political factor in quite a few churches. And a lot of times if you're not coming away feeling because of all the drama that's going on and you're the person that you know you really don't want to deal with all that drama or you know who how much past get paid or pastor took this or they got a rolls royce or you know all the little different nuances um, or somebody you know came in and they weren't the nicest you know person to you they came in they're commenting on what you got and yeah you know you're supposed to ignore all that stuff but i mean a lot of times it's like well you, you got up and you made the effort to go someplace and um you know people unfortunately are human and it seems like more so in church not accepting up everyone so in in those instances i mean i you know, I may do my social, social things over here with with my friends. I'm going bowling and then for, you know, the God stuff, I may just decide that I'm gonna take whatever day and, and read a religious book or, or look at something. I mean it, it really depends depends on the purpose. I mean the, the, the person. But I think a lot of people have gotten dissuaded uh, just because of all of the politics that go on, uh, times.
0: Okay, no, that's uh, that's a good perspective, and uh, I, you know, I I would say that I think the more that we uh, challenge ourselves and our friends and our family to as you just said to recognize hey people are all human and whether it's work or church or the um, uh, the mosque or um, you know whatever place you're going to the temple the monastery um, if you're going to have social interactions they all may not be as expected (laughs) <laughs> right and that's the that's the I think that's the um that's the uh that's the catch I think when you have in-person services and and it's something I think we all are working through and hopefully again COVID if it's nothing else but kind of I think spark that within us is that yeah if you're gonna have 50 people in a room chances are you're gonna have some uh Dissatisfaction in there, and you're gonna have different opinions, and probably somebody's gonna be there on time, somebody's gonna get there late, <laughs> somebody won't won't uh, won't won't look at you the way you think you should be looked at or 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 said to or spoken to, um, but it still may be worth going instead of always being alone and not having an interaction and you know and again it may not be all the time right that's that's the flexibility that you're right that the Aquarian age and the age of electricity and the age of um social influence and technology and platforms have have given people more options and flexibility to say okay um i can view this online or i can uh, watch this from afar or, or even from an airplane or from a distant location. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I just think that um, we as individuals are um, hopefully moving towards a place that we look at service and worship as an opportunity to get together with people. And that, that service may be in a traditional Sunday or Saturday or Friday, you know, ceremony with prayers and, and candles and ambiance and singing. Or, I, I shouldn't say or, and, I'm, I'm working on doing better with and, and um, using that same community or group to, again, uh, meet people at, meet meet uh, retirees at uh, their senior citizen home to play bridge with them or pinochle um, or, um, you know, serve the less fortunate um, for Sunday dinner or things like that. True. So. Yeah, I, but again, I think this is a great, a, a great conversation about um, both worship and service, and that it, they may be a play on words, but as you said, it also depends on a per- person's perspective. And um, we may start with one idea of what worship may be or how can I worship? Do I have to go to a church? Do I have to go to a building? Do it has to be on a certain day um, or at a certain time all the way to the other pendulum swing where it's like, hey, my worshiping is in acts of kindness and service towards um, people of different walks of life. And that's how I worship. And maybe it's somewhere in between the two.
1: Yeah, interesting.
0: Well, cool. Um, so uh, for our challenge uh, today, I would ask our listeners to, to do that, right? To one, look at how you worship, um, whether you go to a building or a place um, at a certain time, uh, or if you do that at home in your bed, And I would say if you do one, only do the other, right? So if you up to this point have only went to uh, church or again services um, on Sundays at nine o'clock in the morning, all right, well, pick a different day, Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday and find an opportunity to serve others not in the building, or at least not in that same building. So whether that's a volunteer opportunity, um, whether that's uh, reading to, you know, kids um, or if it's serving the homeless. Yeah. And likewise, if you have been a person who um, has only or primarily done service through those type of projects and felt no desire or no liking to go into a church building or a mosque or um a cathedral, anything like that. Go out on the edge and go visit one and and visit one. So, all right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna push myself and go to visit one and see that experience. Because it may be that when I go to this um edifice that may charge me. You know, keep using this uh, charge uh, uh, analogy or charge me or get me up to a, a state of parity or unity where I'm like, man, there's a lot more I can do now when I go back to my uh, individual or community projects. I, I can say, man, I, I, learned, I heard this good word or I saw this person or I found this new thing out and now I'm, I'm more inclined to uplift someone else. But yeah, that's a challenge.
1: Cool, good challenge for the week.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, well again, wanted to say KB, thanks a hundred percent for joining me here. Um, and and you know, giving us ideas to bounce off one another about the idea of service and worship.
1: It been a pleasure.
0: And again, for our listeners, uh, feel free to uh, email us and continue to like uh, our content, share it with others, uh, and give us feedback on if there's other, th- other topics you would like us to talk about. But again, we've got uh, a lot of great episodes, and a lot of great content that are we're looking forward to sharing with you as we move into 2022. And... Um, Just want to again say thank you and acknowledge that it's because of you that we exist uh, and just wanted to truly say thank you.
1: All right. This is KB. Until next time, signing off. Uh,
0: This is Double H signing off. Thanks again.